Welcome to the Mom Life Weight Loss Podcast. This podcast is all about ditching diet culture and helping you to end the overwhelm of the weight loss industry. I'm Laura, a registered dietitian and mom. I'm super passionate about coaching moms to successfully lose weight by helping them keep it simple. I'll be sharing tips, nutrition information, and actionable strategies. Plus, I'll be your coach to keep you motivated so you can lose weight, keep it off, and be your best you. All right, let's get started. Hi, welcome to this week's episode of Mom Life Weight Loss. This week, I'm doing something a little bit different. I'm going to give you a sneak peek into something that I do every month for the members of my free Facebook group, Moms Supporting Moms with Weight Loss. Every month in my group, I do a live question and answer. This is where members can submit their questions and I will answer them. Sometimes we do a theme and other times I'm just answering general nutrition questions. So this episode, I'm going to go through and answer some of the previous questions that I've gotten for these question and answers. If this appeals to you and you have a burning nutrition question that you would like me to answer, please join my free Facebook group so that you don't miss out on the next live Q&A. I'm going to link in the show notes the link to the group so that you can head on over there and join the group. Plus, we support each other. We talk about different nutrition topics. There's lots of perks to being in the group outside of the question and answer. So the link is in the show notes to go on over and join so that you don't miss out on the next Q&A. You can find it at forevermander.com slash podcast episode 12. All right, let's get started. So the first question and answer that I did in my Facebook group was all about keeping a food journal and food tracking. So I'm just going to answer some of the most common questions that I get about keeping a food journal. So the first question is, whenever I add in my exercise, it automatically gives me extra calories. Is that my new goal for the day? This is a great question because a lot of people link their Fitbit or whatever their, you know, tracking app, their Apple Watch or whatever it is to their MyFitnessPal account or whatever, you know, food journal they're using so that they can also track their activity. The downfall, however, is that it can then change your calorie goal in relation to the activity that you have just completed. When I am coaching clients, I always encourage you not to add your activity to their journal because of this feature. I always want you to be thinking about activity as if it is a bonus to your day. You should aim to stay around your same calorie and protein goals, even if you've exercised. I know that you're thinking, okay, Laura, but I'm going to be hungry on the days that I've exercised. That's okay. This is why when I work with clients, we create a range of calories and protein for you to look at because on active days, we eat up to the top end of our range and on non-active days, we eat at the lower end of the range. So all in all, try not to add in activity and if you do, ignore the extra calories that it just gave you in the app and stick to your original goals that you have already set for yourself. Another common question that I get is... When I look at my day, I'm always above my protein goal, but I noticed, for example, that it gave me two grams of protein for broccoli. I'm so confused. 
This is a little bit of a flaw in the app. Although foods like grains, fruits, and vegetables do have the makeup of things that make up proteins, I don't like to count them as a significant source of protein. You need to be a little bit savvy and take a look at your main sources of protein and then add those up to see where you are at in terms of whether you're meeting or not meeting your protein goal. You do get better at this with time. And if you need a reference point, in episode six, I provide you a little bit of a handout, the protein and volumetrics topic, and it includes a handout and it has a list of you know, protein foods that I would consider your main sources of protein. So you can grab that in my show notes for that episode, lauravermander.com slash podcast episode six. Okay, the last food tracking question that I'm going to cover in today's episode is what I get a lot. What if I can't journal every day? No problem. You really don't need to track every single day in order to get the benefit from keeping a food journal. Start small. You know that I like small goals. So if you've never kept a food journal before, I would say aim to journal two days a week or even aim to journal one meal every single day. So aim to say, I'm going to journal breakfast every day for a week. And then once you have gotten the hang of it, you add more meals or you add an extra day and you can build from there. There's no reason to say that you need to be tracking seven days a week in order to get the benefit because the benefits of journaling are multiple things. You're learning more about what your habits are. You're learning about portion sizes. You're learning about having a layer of accountability. And if you're working with someone, so for example, when I work with clients and food journaling, this is something that we do together. You know, a sidebar is that you don't have to keep a food journal. I don't do it with all my clients, but I do recommend you try. If you are working with someone, it's used as a tool to kind of look back and reflect on, you know, what's going on with your week, where are you at, and, you know, thinking about, okay, what happened on that day, how can you plan for it better the next time around, we're really bad historians, let's not try and remember what we ate a week ago, let's just write it down and then forget about it, and then look at it again when we need it as a tool in our toolbox to help us achieve our goals. So all in all, you do not have to journal every day, and The more you journal, the better you get at it, the faster you get at it, and it becomes less time-consuming than at the very beginning when you start journaling. All right, so moving on from the food journal question and answer that I did, I then did a general question and answer. And so I'm just going to answer a couple of those questions that people submitted to me so that you can see something, you know, if you have a random general nutrition question that's maybe not even related to weight loss, it can be answered in one of these general question and answer lives. What are your thoughts on a keto diet? So the keto diet is still so, so popular. I see it everywhere. I see it on social media. I see people still asking questions about it in groups. Generally, if you've listened to any of my previous episodes, you're going to know that my answer to this is whatever you do to lose weight is generally what you do to have to keep the weight off. So if you want to lose weight using the ketogenic diet and you are willing to eat a very high fat, moderate protein and extremely low carb diet for the rest of your life or a slightly modified version of that as maintenance, then yeah, go ahead and do it. It probably is going to help you lose weight. However, I would say that, you know, nine times out of 10, you are not going to be able to maintain that restrictive type of diet over the long term. And so I would not recommend that you do something as restrictive as a ketogenic diet in order to take weight off. 
the last question that I'm going to answer as part of my general Q&A sneak peek for you is how can I lose 10 pounds quickly? And my answer to this is don't do it. (laughs) Again, whatever you're going to have to do to lose the 10 pounds quickly is probably going to have to be something drastic, something that you're not going to be able to maintain over the long term. And if you've listened to my previous episodes, you know that I don't like that. I want something that's sustainable that you can do now, tomorrow, next month, in five years from now. In short, losing 10 pounds quickly, of course you can do it, but you're probably not going to be able to maintain that loss. And if you're trying to do it for an event or for the summer, you might rebound and regain the weight. And then generally what happens is you're probably going to gain a couple of pounds past what your previous weight was. So I strongly recommend talking to a professional, you know, message me on Instagram if this is one of your questions and we can walk you through some strategies to get you going with your goal, but in a much more sustainable way. Okay, that's it for my sneak peek into my live question and answers that I provide my Facebook group members. I hope that you have learned a couple of new things from my answers to these questions. And I also hope that you will come on over and become a member of my free Facebook group, Mom Supporting Moms with Weight Loss. I do a live Q&A every month answering all your questions. And we also talk lots about different nutrition strategies and support each other. And it's just about creating a community of like-minded people so that you can have all the extra support that you need in achieving your health and wellness goals. So if you want to join the group, please head on over to my show notes and click the link and join us. You can find those at lauravermander.com slash podcast episode 12. Thanks for listening. You can find a summary of the show and all the links I mentioned in my show notes, which you can find at lauravermander.com slash podcast. If you're looking for a little bit more community, make sure you join my free Facebook group, Moms Supporting Moms with Weight Loss. The link is in my show notes. Finally, if you like this episode, make sure you follow the show and I'd love if you take a minute to leave a review or share with a friend. All right, excited to chat again next week. Bye for now.